This is Upstate's HealthLink on air. Linda Cohen here with you. The Healing Muse, Upstate's art and literary journal, is out with a new annual issue. And here to tell us more about this year's offerings are Deirdre Nealon, its editor, and Caitlin Chi. She's a fourth-year medical student here at Upstate Medical University. Welcome to you both. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having us, so Linda. Nice so Deirdre, I want to start first with you for a second. Let's explain, and once again for our listeners, the mission and the goal of the Healing Muse publication. I love talking about the mission and the goal of the Healing Muse. As you know, this will be our 16th year of publication. We began as a place for dialogue. We wanted to have a place that would encourage, in particular, med students and physicians, and then nursing students and nurses, to write about the experiences that they have when they're working. And we found that the outpouring also came from patients. There were people who were caregivers of patients and there were people who were patients that were thrilled to have a place where they too could write in a creative manner about their experiences in the hospital or the clinic. And so we've set up, I think, a really fun and fine journal with art, poetry, fiction, memoir, in which all these components of healthcare get a chance to say, I'm here, this is what I'm thinking, this is how I feel. And we find in our uh, classes with medical students and nursing students, they really enjoy talking about the particular pieces that we choose. But it sounds like that may have been the kind of the the origin was really very local, but yes. now it's expanded far beyond that, hasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. We're, we're a worldwide journal now. Thanks to the internet, we get... Um, submissions from all around the globe. We pay particular attention to our central New York uh, writers and artists. We like to feature them. But you will find in our journal uh, every state represented and most, well, I can't say all countries, but many, many countries are now represented in there too. So how do you choose the entries? I mean, every year has a theme of some kind? Is that the case? Um, not really a theme some kind. It's, it's more what leaps out from the pile that makes our editors say, wow, this, this is a different way. This is a new spin on a topic that we would think we've heard enough about. I mean, when you think about it, healthcare is so much about the same old thing. Someone has something that has completely upended his or her life. A physician or a nurse is right there trying to figure out what can I do, what can't I do. You have a family member who thinks, will we ever be the same again? Yet, somehow, really good writers and artists make us go, oh, wow, that I, that's an amazing way to talk about that particular kind of loss or grief yes. or celebration. It's universal, but yes. it's, all, it's existential, but universal. But as you said, when you have each person uniquely going through that experience, there's a very, very different take on exactly. it. Exactly. But, you know, Caitlin, you got involved in this in a little bit of a different way. You, you basically didn't submit an entry specifically to the journal. You won an award. Tell us about that. That's right. Um, I submitted my work to the Bruce Deering Award, which is um, an award of welcome to students um, and faculty, basically anyone in the upstate community who can submit their their piece of fiction, poetry, what have you. Um, and that's how I got involved. So it's another. this was another competition, not specifically the Healing Muse, 
but an opportunity to the Bruce Deering Award where you could basically submit something that you wrote and then I guess you won it. Exactly. Correct? Yeah. Yes. And is that why she's now in, in this year's journal? Yes. Uh, we've had some very fine writers come to us through the mechanism of the competition. And again, that was something started uh, in the college as a way to say, you know what, everybody here at Upstate has a stake in healthcare. Everybody is trying to serve our mission to make life better for people. And it's been really wonderful to find all throughout the university people sending in a submission, and they're so delighted when they win or, the, or they get uh, publication in our journal. So, Caitlin, tell us how you got involved in writing. You're obviously a medical student, yeah. and obviously science and medicine was something that drew you, but it's, it's sometimes the case, but not always the case, that people who enter into medicine have other interests. Tell us yeah, about yourself. Yeah, so I don't think I was ever meant to be in med school. Um, <laughs> I think I always was more of a... Um, I always wanted to do writing, actually. I wanted to write all the time. Um, and actually, in college, I thought a lot about journalism. I was actually editor-in-chief of my newspaper there. Um, so I did a lot of, I guess, nonfiction writing, just a lot of news articles and all that. But I think um, about eight years ago, my mother passed away, actually. Um, and I think at that point, I started writing a different kind of, of, of writing. Um, I started actually writing letters to her. Um, and I think right. it became more personal at that point. I started writing, you know, these are worries I'm having. These are problems I'm having. So I think writing for me at that point became something of a way to explain what I was feeling, what I was going through. Um, I think I probably write mostly for myself. Um, it's a little bit selfish, maybe egotistical. But I... I think a lot of the time I'm trying to figure things out just by writing. And so medicine became an area of interest secondarily in a way. Was it as a result of your loss? Yeah, I think it was because I lost my mother, because I was her primary caretaker. I think I really enjoyed the role of caregiver. Um, and I also got to see so many wonderful doctors, wonderful nurses um, who participated in her care. And I think, I think that draw just became too much for me to resist. So in a way, you found a way to marry the two, yeah, in a sense. Yeah, I suppose that's right. Yeah. yeah. And throughout your life, I would think writing would be something you will always be able to do, yeah. whether you do it as a full-time career path or not. Exactly. You see something. all these um, physician writers, so maybe I can join the ranks. Oh, definitely. I would think you're going to join the ranks. <laughs> if you're just joining us, you're listening to Upstate's Health Link on Air. I'm Linda Cohen, along with Upstate's Healing Muse editor, Deirdre Nealon, and fourth-year medical student, Caitlin Chi. And we're talking about the newest edition of the the Healing Muse, Upstate's Art and Literary Journal. Well, um, so is there a theme this year specifically, Deirdre? I mean, or you know, something just, that stands out to you? I'm just starting to put together, we, we've finished uh, culling all of the submissions, and we have now what the final form will be. But I haven't really sat down to say, now overall, what is the theme? When we first began, Linda, we sort of had that idea of, oh, well, maybe we'll do a thematic issue. But I think when you ask people to write for a theme, you oftentimes get writing that's not as crisp or good as when you simply say to someone, send us your best work. Yes, especially because it also it strikes me that it's not as inspired. Exactly. It becomes more yeah. kind of, uh, I don't know, functional or something. Yes, exactly. So I would say that there will be um, some some really good pieces about parents and children. That relationship always seems to spark a great deal of thought 
on writers' lives. And I've noticed as I'm going through that there's quite a bit of that. But there's also some humorous pieces, and it'll be a good issue. So speaking of all that, Caitlin, you have an interesting poem that you've entered, the one that won the Deering Prize. And um, is it typical of your writing, or is it atypical? I think it's probably pretty typical. I kind of, you know, I read a lot of Billy Collins and Mary Oliver, and a lot of the time I think my poetry is kind of prose-like as theirs are. Um, yeah, I think this would be a typical piece. And it's interesting that you say that because the Healing Muse has both poetry and prose as well as visual art. Yes. But it's it's interesting to find someone who's liking to write poetry these days. I, yeah. I think it's kind of fallen a little bit out of favor, except for the few people or the people that you've mentioned who are obviously excellent. Yeah. I think it's interesting when we do it with students, Linda, poetry scares them initially. Yeah. It's, you know, if you say we're going to read a poem in class, the the reaction is, oh, I don't get poetry. But when you say to them, try and write this, tell me about your mother, write write eight lines, it's amazing what what comes out. Yeah. Well, on that that segue, <laughs> Caitlin, why don't you share with us the, the poem you wrote called Kind of a Bummer. All right. The other day, someone told me about the Irish goodbye, which is also known as a French exit, or something else that sounds just a little bit wrong. It's when someone leaves a party, the bridal shower, the summer barbecue, the Easter brunch, etc., without a formal farewell. Goodbyes are kind of a bummer, she explained. Leaving without goodbye can be easier. Sometimes people call it ghosting, as if a paler, more responsible shadow self chooses to stay. One that makes sure that Aunt Betts doesn't drink too much wine, that everyone signs the guest book, that all the glassware gets cleaned and sorted. It made me think of all the other ways to say goodbye. How growing up in my family, my mother always made the three of us stand at the front window to see our father off to work, waving in synchronized annoyance. How whenever I see old friends, the goodbyes stretch into minutes and accidental hours as we laugh and say, how does this happen every time? How I even forget to say goodbyes at times as classmates mill around me after lecture and all I wanna do is check off the next thing on my planner. All these ways to be together, only to be separate once more. And then there's the way I hope we'll say goodbye one day. Even now, I can see your tired smile, the one that means not this again. One papery skinned hand atop the other, a life well lived behind us. That's how I hope we'll say goodbye. Somewhere in my mind, I hope it won't be the end, that we won't have an end, that somehow maybe our dust particles will find their way back to each other, fearless infinitesimal atoms bouncing around the world, fearless like we've always been, making fun of the previews and darkened theaters and spilling popcorn everywhere, stirring tomato sauce on the stovetop and lifting a steaming spoonful for the other to taste, leaving notes for no reason at all except to say, it's raining outside and I love you. Wow. That's Isn't that so beautiful? So beautiful. That is wonderful. So Thank to you. me, that's a love. That's basically a love note. It is, way, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I. I think I said this before to Deirdre, but it's about as close to a love poem as I can probably commit myself to. About as sappy as I can get. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't call it sappy. I would call it quite, quite lovely. So I, I understand so why much. she won the award. And yes, I don't... because she took us through so many emotions in it. You, we all have that sense of how do we say goodbye? The, those people in our lives who just leave and don't say goodbye. And then she brings it to that very 
wonderful profundity of when you found your person. And of course, there's always one person in the relationship that's always thinking about when it's over. And the other person <laughs> is usually like, please, let's not this again. <laughs> so you really made us laugh oh, when, we were, when we were reading. Thank you. Thank that's you. wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing oh, that. Thank it was you. beautiful and read beautifully. So Deidre, how do people get a copy of this year's um, it's, issue? It's so easy, Linda. They could just go on uh, thehealingmuse.org. And all of our information is there. The, the book only costs $10. And I have many people who say they just keep it by their bedside and read one or two uh, chapters, issues, you know, pieces a night. And, and they just love it. And, and I have to say, at the award ceremony, my sister had come. Uh, she was out of town visiting me. And she came to the ceremony. And she said to me after it, I want every one of those kids that won to be my doctor wow. and so it was a real sense there of wow if a physician feels this much as they're going through the training that's the kind of person that I want to take care of me I agree and that's actually a very interesting thing that the, that the muse reflects but it also suggests that perhaps we are kind of helping to um, underscore help support reinforce that kind of level of, of insight and feeling amongst healthcare providers. And, and I think that's a very, very big service that you're, that you're offering. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's certainly humbling to read because sometimes we have that sense of, oh, medicine has gotten so mm. awful with you know, managed care, et cetera. But no, there are really wonderful people working all the time for us, nurses, physicians, all of the therapists. Where do you think you're gonna end up, Caitlin, in terms of medicine? Just in the little bit of time we have left. I love internal medicine, and I think it's probably no surprise to anyone who knows me that I really want to do oncology, um, probably with what happened with my mother and seeing what she went through. Um, Well, I wish you all the best. I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing this beautiful little piece and obviously would encourage you to continue to write because you obviously have quite a voice there. Thank you. And Deirdre, once again, thanks so much for coming in and sharing um, this wonderful piece with us and also all about the Healing Muse. It's just a wonderful addition to the Upstate family. Thank you. My guests have been Deidre Nealand. She's the editor uh, of the Healing Muse and Caitlin Chi, who is a fourth-year medical student at Upstate Medical University. I'm Linda Cohen. You're listening to Upstate's HealthLink On Air.